My name is Mitra Manesh. I'm a servant. I serve through teaching, coaching, consulting, or any other way that I can find to share what I know with those who want to know. And this Lights On podcast is one of those ways. It was created with consciousness and mindful living in heart. So join us as we travel through many roads of learning and transformation together. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us feedback by rating us five star and share us with others if you think they may benefit from it. On behalf of my team, I thank you for your presence. This episode is a very short episode, but the reason that my team members chose this part for your hearing pleasure is because they know that this is a question that appears in my sessions and public speaking and classes quite often, so they saw the value in it. Basically, I speak about how we need to benefit from our past because usually going to the past is frowned at. But I do see a value in visiting and reviewing our past uh, with a few conditions. One, I believe that there needs to be uh, a deadline for where we're going to return from this trip. And also we need to be clear about why we're going on this trip. The example that I use, I say, imagine that you're going to a country and you need to obtain a visa. And this visa usually has a, um, an expiry date. So know the expiry date of your visa and also know your itinerary of your visit uh, to this place. The same thing applies to visiting the past because we can just cut from our past and ignore it and not benefit from it. But we also can't go there often and bring suffering to ourselves and start uh, lamenting that which we didn't have or that which we did have and we no longer have. So this was a very interesting discussion and a question that appeared in our class about, um, I think it was the internal boundary class. And somebody asked about, what is uh, the difference? How do we know once we take that trip? How do we know that the insight or the advice we're receiving is from our inner wisdom and not from our frightened mind? Because uh, there was obviously an insight that this person had was a practitioner that was asking this question. Uh, obviously, there are many advisors that live within us and uh, and we need to recognize their roles and we need to be aware of their advice. Uh, our frightened mind is fantastic for advising us about potential dangers, actual dangers that exist out there from time to time, not all the time. And the inner wisdom and uh, deeper wisdom has a knowing about basically how we can thrive better. So our frightened and uh, um, survival 
mind is fantastic for survival and our inner wisdom is great for thriving or thrival, as I call it. Anyway, let's take a lesson together and I hope that this short episode somehow serves you or serves someone you know. If you rely on the rational mind, the frightened mind, it will give you the fearful sort of version of the lesson. For instance, I give you example. So say I had a really not good experience with people. Here's the frightened mind advice and lesson, and here's the wiser me lesson. The frightened mind says, people are bad. Don't just make friends with anyone. Very fearful. Possible? I don't know. I can, but that would be very isolated. People are bad. Don't trust anyone. People tell me always, I learned not to trust anyone. Like, that's not a good idea. Here's the wiser self lesson. Find people that you connect with in their principle and then trust them with your information and your connection. So do you see the difference? One has never, ever black and white. People are good, people bad, which is like not true. The other one has a choice, always gives you a choice. When you have no choice and you are evering, nevering, all, like always, never, like these are frightened mind statements. It doesn't give you a choice. People bad, don't have friends, end of conversation. Wisdom says, choose better. You're with wrong people. By wrong, I don't mean bad, by the way. Wrong, unsuitable, unsuitable. So find your community. Find your tribe, find your group in a more aware sort of way, more intentionally, more consciously. So these are the messages. When you hear the frightened answer, then you know that it's your frightened, rational mind answering you. When you go deeper and you say, thank you, I heard you, mind. Now, can I go deeper? And sometimes it's helpful to actually put your hand on your heart or on your belly. Both of them connect to a different department. And just see if you can ask that. And you acknowledge that. You say, thank you. I heard you. Rational mind. Now, let me ask other people in the room. Rational mind is like that person that we all know, either in our family or in our organizations, that always answers and always talks and never lets anybody else say anything. That's rational mind. So you need to say, okay, got it. Thank you. Okay, now it's your turn. That's just exactly what we do with people when when they overdo something. So you ask, I wonder how I feel about it. I wonder how deeper, by the way, heart is not, heart is connected to the deeper self. I'm not saying this is where, you know, your wisdom resides. You, you, you open it, you see it. It's not there, but it allows you the integration of the mind and heart allows you to connect with the deeper self. So that's the difference. And that was a very good question, by the way. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well, 
and stay curious.